well. <laughs> Hello. <friend. laughs> Lee Stock, Jamie Buckers, Sam McKee. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Jamie Buckers at Sam McKee, where you can uh, see our passive-aggressive Toronto Maple Leafs tweets. <laughs> they get embarrassed. Oh, embarrassed by the Buffalo Sabres. 9-3. When you get the we want 10 chant, you that that's about as that's as low as you can go. You know, this is a, that's what was the guy in Futurama that was the limbo champion Hermes. That's 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 no, a Hermes level low. Wasn't a Futurama guy. I never saw Futurama. Oh, so I'll have to take your word for it. No, but uh, yeah. So, you know, when this game popped up on the schedule and I looked at when it was, I was like, man, that would be a really fun one to go to. Right. Like oh. right before Christmas, you know, right down in Buffalo, maybe go up for some Lenovo wings before the game. Get a nice little hotel room, go to the Chino, watch the Leafs game. And if I had gone to watch the Owens on Attack lose 8 2 to the London Knights, and then followed by going to the, to Buffalo to watch the Leafs lose 9 3 to the Sabres, would have been a tough couple of weeks for your boy. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know where you want to start. Like, it just felt. Uh, I think there's only. It just, I mean, it just felt like uh, ultimate quit. They just was a lot of quit in them tonight. They were just waiting to quit and they got their excuse to and they stopped. I think we got to start with the goalie because the big story and uh, Ilya Samsonov, I tweeted this stat, but he's now given up four more in half of his starts. Half. By the way, it should actually be more than half, but he got pulled after three goals in one of the starts against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. So you know, half the time you're putting this guy in net, you're saying to the team, you got to get five to win. And tonight was, tonight was just about as bad as I've seen a goalie play in the NHL. Like this is, this is, if this was the, you know, late 1980s and we're talking about, you know, Darren Pang and net flying around with street hockey gear, then I would go, Hey, of course, but I'm just saying that, you know, uh, when he put on Ben Bishop's pads, they went up to his chin. All right. The, outside of that era, mm-hmm. this is as bad as I can remember seeing a goalie play like this is worse than Casimir Cascasuo played for the Toronto Maple oh. Leafs. This is one of the worst performances I can remember. Remember from a goaltender like this guy was swimming in his net all night long and he just looks like someone who has lost complete confidence in his game. And I, I know what he's doing here, man. I know what he's doing here. This is what, this is the same that I look like as a young goalie, just desperate, trying to make saves. Like that's all it is. These are hope plays. This is yeah. hope moves in the net. He's lost. He's gone. He's done. I, I don't know what else to say about it. Barney said it in the intermission uh, really well that it's like, this is the goalie equivalent of gripping your stick too tight. Like it's yeah. just, you're just, you're so desperate to make some saves that you're just over the top. And like, I got to tell you, this is pro sports and he's making a lot of money. The shot of him down the tunnel, sitting with his head hung in the dark. It was like, Oh my God. Like it is. I, I it's on like, look how far to the Sorry, If you're watching here, look, he's gives the whole net. He's not even fighting to find the puck. Like it's just, no, but he doesn't even know where his net is. I know. I, I really am at a loss for words here on term. I know I'm supposed to talk words, but like, I really don't know where you go from here. I don't think okay, you can you put him back in. Okay. I don't think so you can put him back in period. 
This is the debate. So uh, I've been thinking about it during the entire game because let's be honest here. We didn't have to focus on much because the Leafs didn't really do much. This game was over. The third period was just all collecting thoughts. I was asking people like, okay, what, what are the scenarios here? I was starting to text people who, what goaltenders are out there. I started trying to do the research myself. The best name that I was handed was uh, Myrtle sent me Yaro Halak is a, is a free agent right now. And he's someone who had a, well, he's 38 years old. He's old. But go look at his stats last year or last time he played. They were all right. He had a PTO with Carolina and like it didn't work out. Carolina's a team that is, I think, got the worst goaltending They're in the desperate. NHL. They're desperate and they didn't want him there. So it's that's the kind of bar that you're looking at here, right? Like this is this is the type of level of goaltending that you need. The good news for the Leafs is if you look at the schedule, you can get away with playing Marty Jones in the next three. You can kick this decision for a week. And, mm-hmm. and see how he practices, see how he deals with some of the, cou- the the coaching, the counseling, whatever it is. But these are basically your options, Lee fans. You go to the waiver wire and you try to pick up someone who none of the other teams have wanted on a minimum deal for a guy that you end up waving the second wool gets back. Or you bring up Dennis Hildeby, who is yeah. a, a, he's a baby. He's got 12 career starts in pro hockey and he's playing really well with the Marlies. And my my thing with that is I've usually been someone that says don't fear calling up young guys because if one bad start or two bad starts breaks a guy, then you're probably never going to end up with much of a guy anyway. But I just feel like 12 pro starts for someone that's starting their Marley's career really well is a, it's a pretty risky maneuver to ask them to come in and play in front of the Leafs. Like at that point, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think Samsonov should be playing. It's hard for me to envision another game for him, but. Given the options, I just, here's what I would do. I would play the next couple games with Jones and I would give Samsonov another chance against the Columbus Blue Jackets where it's the front end of a back-to-back, see what happens in that game, and then go from there. Well, I was, just looking, one at, more. I was just looking at the schedule here while you were talking. Yep. And like you said, it's this is a horrific stretch of hockey games here. I guess you can yep. sell yourself on the Sens, but Jackets, Sens, Jackets. And then yep. this... You're looking at that Saturday, the 30th start. I feel like we're talking about, you know, like a baseball schedule here. It's like, who's going to start that Saturday game? It's like, well, they don't have any options. It's like, like, it really feels that it's at that point where it's someone outside of the organization could start that game. Samsonov could start that game. Hilda B could start that game. It really feels like it could go in any direction. But let me just put it out there. Putting Hilda B in there is nuts. I, I, I can't do that. I like, I know there's people that are calling for it. There's people that are, you know, saying he's great with the Marlies or whatever. But to me, that is just way too much to ask way too soon. I guess it's one start. You can sell yourself on that. I, I, I don't know. Really it's not what, one start, right? That's it's, what I mean. It's, it's this, not, is, this is the thing. If you're, you if you're calling up Hillary, solution. Yeah. You, you've got another month where Joe Wool is going to be on the shelf at least. Okay. His injury is going to be until February. It's a high ankle sprain. We just went over this. It's a, basically a six week injury. What we do know about the injury, and I'm not going to play doctor. We had enough of that during the pandemic. But what we do know about that is that it wasn't a traumatic injury. It was one that was not caused by like a hard pressure. He didn't catch a, an edge. It was soft contact, high ankle sprain, one where he kind of bends it the wrong way. It's probably going to be around six weeks. Mm. So that takes you into February. If you're calling up Dennis Hill to be, you're not asking him for one spot start, one emergency start where your goaltender gets back. You're asking him to be an NHL goaltender and be on the road and be sitting and not playing games 
behind Marty Jones for over a month. And yeah. I'm just, I'm with you. I'm not comfortable there. I think the yeah. options are you scour the waiver wire, you see if you can pick up a veteran and you fire him in net and you, you let Samsonov sit. The thing is, is once you pull that cord, I don't think there's any going back to Samsonov. And I'm really not sure who you're getting on waiver wire is going to be mean, keeping, you know, less than four bucks. Make a trade, I guess. Like you're going to need a nah, guy here. You can't. Well, you're going to need a guy here regardless. Well, you literally can't because it's the freeze. So you can't make a trade here yeah. in the next little bit because the rosters are frozen. I don't know when that comes out. Is that the 27th of that lifts? I don't know when it is that it lifts. Yeah, it's but right after Christmas. You're going to need a guy anyway. Even when Wool comes back. Like Martin oh. Jones, you know, you love him, but like he can't, you know, he, if he's your guy, we saw Wall get hurt on a nothing play. Like you said, it was a flipper towards the net that he sprains his ankle on. You obviously can't depend on Samsonov. You can't. Oh, so it lifts on the 28th. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But you can't depend on Sam. Like you need another body in here. I, I don't think because you can't depend on Samsonov at all. You can't. You have to act that you were. He's gone. You have to act like he's not a guy that you can go to here for the next little bit. Don't you think? Like, where is um, it going to improve? No, I I think that you you try to like I said to me the scenario is you try to pick someone up on off waivers. Mm-hmm. And you just you're, you're hoping for some unsigned free agent that can come in here who's a vet and just play better than what Samsonov's given you right now. Like I said, the the last goal that he lets in, right, the one that shot at his glove is just and he looks at his glove. It's like, oh my god, yeah. It's just he's he's broken, man. He's he's broken right now. Like there's just no other way to put it. He's got no game whatsoever. I actually there was there was a little play at the it was the breakaway actually on the power play. The, his first big save of the game. Mm-hmm. The Leafs are on a five on three. And I think who was it that steps out of the box uh, for the Samuelson? He steps out. He gets a stride. He tries to make a play. Samsonov makes just like a me, like an okay, good save. Probably gets talked. Timmons comes back, breaks it up. And I think, okay, dude, there you go. Like there's one. Yeah. You, now you felt it on your pad. Go and find the rest of your game. And then the rest of it was just that same swimming, desperate style followed by a lot of horrific body language. And yeah, I I don't think it's good for him. I don't think it's good for the team. Um, I will say that I think the team buried him tonight, and I think those guys should be embarrassed and that they should be apologizing. Like Mitch Marner, the third goal that the team gave up, like, you know, that's a struggling goalie, and you make that kind of just like JV-like play in your own end. It's just like you're supposed to be one of the well, leaders of the team, and you do that. Like, that's gross. Sorry, yeah, but it well, is. It's a, it's a terrible play by Samsonov, too, going out there and Rimmer, like, you know. He's not set. He's not settled. There's guys right on top of Marner. It's a suicide pass to Marner. He's got no chance. Like sure. the guy's on him while, while he turns. Look, sure. It's like, that's a terrible play. He throws it right to like, that's on Samsonov too. He was sure. awful. I mean, and you can blame I, him for everything. It's a horrible tr- play by Marner. I true. I truly, truly. Like it was a despicable effort, but they quit. They yeah. saw the goals that were going in. Yeah. It's hard to keep playing. Like, it's just, they're like, you know, it's two days away from Christmas. Every shot's going in the net. We don't care. Yeah. Like it's like it's a pretty clear reason why they stopped playing here, and they put old poor Marty Jones in there, who like they need and they need his confidence to be, and they just stopped playing. So you know you can't you can't give them a break for it, but a lot of it had to do with just what they see going in the net. It's hard to keep going. 
Yeah, I will say, though, that it's a pretty gutless effort from a team when Ilya Samsonov's a guy that last year for you stepped up and gave you a ton of big quality saves. Sure, ton man, of big but they're not thinking about last year. They're thinking about four goals that go in. No, no, I'm just saying, though. He, it's like, he's they're not, they're the not like, oh, every, every game he gives up four. Let's think about how great yeah. he was last year. That's not what they're thinking about. How many games have they played well in front of him? I don't know. Like, I don't know. One? I, I, oh, sure. Two? Okay, we'll go one. Yeah. Whatever, whatever fits your narrative, buddy. I don't know. Like they, he's letting in you. Four, you gave him the stat off the top that he's let yep. in out of half his games. He's let in four goals. He's been horrific, and all yes. I'm saying is that sometimes you need to try and pick up your teammates. And I thought that the way that the Leafs played in this hockey game, which was we're going to play pond hockey in the first period, like mm-hmm. this wasn't something like oh the pucks went in the net and then they quit. This was they were playing pond hockey from the outset. The first goal of the game that goes in after Jordan You're Greenway lays a massive hit. Is it? I know, but it's a complete misplay where the Leafs give up the zone. Look at this play. It's the same thing as the McCabe play from the night before, where it's like two guys go make a misread and then they just walk it right in. Like it's awful. Like this is, this is a bad goal, Sammy. Like I don't know why you can't get this. I don't know what you're not grasping here. You think that the Leafs played a tight hockey game tonight? No, like like you're blaming the team. You're blaming on anyone other than Samsonov on this is insane, buddy. It's not. It's a fall away wrister from the top of the circle. It's not blaming. It's saying, can you as a team show some adversity in front of your guy who's struggling here? And I don't think the team did that well tonight. I thought this was a dog effort from the Leafs. Sure, It was was. a bad effort from the Leafs. And I don't think that like, okay, because your goaltender lets in a bad goal, that that should be putting you into, okay, it's fine. Let's just go into quit mode. I think that's a bad tendency from the team. It's a different situation though. When with a goalie that you trust versus a goalie that you're obviously petrified of playing in front of where. All right. It's like, well, no, it's true. You know, every game you're worried about this guy. He's hanging his head. Every shot that goes towards the net, you're scared that it's going to go in. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're, I don't know. It's, it's, it's psychology with hockey players. It's like, if your goalie stinks, it's hard to play. They were bad. But when the first shot of the game, that's from above the circle goes in the net, you know, it's pretty clear how you're going to, I don't know. They played like crap. Don't get me wrong here. But a lot of it stems from what happened in net. That's what I'll say. Totally agree. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, we have a clip. Play the we clip. Do? What's the clip? Yeah, the dominoes of the this thing to me are terrifying. Oh. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know I that I'm being probably oh, polypanic over here. Oh, but this is panicking. You're just going on and on. You're me wrong. Is that what it is? It's not the a great guy here? Is that what it is? I'm just not saying that they're like going to Michael Hutchinson. This was a great guy here. Sick clip, buddy. This was me saying I'm really worried about Elliot Samsonov and Ned. I don't think he's playing anymore. It's in there. And yeah, Joe, we can pull it down. Like, it doesn't have the audio. So it didn't really work. I thought we tested that but uh jobo says they can there is audio whatever it was a funny clip it's i i can't remember what the paraphrase is but you're i think you called mr. me you're, you're, you're call, bringing up mr right clips here buddy with a this, christmas season oh my funny, god it's a funny clip of you saying that i'm something worry wart and that Samsonov's the man, and that he's going to play great, and that he's going to settle the season. Yeah. That you got to pull up a clip to make me look dumb. That's what you wanted to do. No, it's a funny clip for yeah, God's it's sake. It's, a, it's hilarious. It is. It, we talk about I mean, the least two hours heard... a day for every day, and it's like you're going to pull up a clip about me being an idiot. Like, yeah, it's crap. a funny clip. Yeah, to you, a, maybe. Yeah. Well, if we had the clip, it would have worked. Yeah, it was the crazy. sound looks bad. But yes, <laughs> he was not good. He's not good. I don't think he should play another game for the Leafs. I don't think that the effort in front of him was quality at all tonight. 
I don't think that the team has played well in front of them. Basically, like the Columbus start was pretty much the same thing where they come out and they kind of play poorly. He lets in bad goals. It's a chicken and egg thing. But no, I think that this is a shot goaltender who might be done in the market. Like, I just I'm not sure what Kipper said his next start should be for the Marlies. Yeah. Again, I I'm with them, but then again, I'm presented with the options and I go, I don't know what the other case is like, who are you bringing in here? I guess at this point, I, I think that he's a well below negative replacement. And if you can get even someone who can hold three, you know, more consistently give you four, not have that body language that breaks you. I think that's, I think that's kind of what you need to do right now. Anyway, yeah. I don't really have much else from this game. Cause it's pretty much just Samsonov and like what you do with them. Uh, love that Matthews goal at the start of the game. Holy hell, lost I love to history. that. Loved it. That was such a beautiful goal coming yeah. off the sideboards there. And just like, this is goal score. Look at that. Bing turns his back in the net. And it's like, people probably get on Levi for that, but that hit the back of the net before he knew where it was. That was a ridiculous play by Matthews where this way the game started with Matthews. was like, he's going to score seven goals tonight. He was unbelievable yeah. and he just totally went away. So yeah, I'm not going to praise him too much, but I thought this goal was particularly pretty. Like, look at the weight. He's on, Bang. Beautiful. He's on pace for 73 goals. Yeah. Like, it's not been talked about too much because I think he's had the slumps and then they've all come at us in waves. And so it, I think it's crept up on people. Like, yeah. they, they haven't really fully been aware of what this looks like and what this is. He's got as many career goals. I mentioned this on my show a couple of days ago that he's got as many career goals as Ovechkin did through now. I think it's 510 career games. Yeah. He's like, legitimately like on all time pace. That's what and, I mean. And if you think about all the games that Ovechkin ended up missing because of lockouts and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shortened seasons. And part of that has been Matthews as well, mm-hmm. but like, I, I'm not going to say he's going to break the all time goals record. I just, I don't <laughs> oh, think that's going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I do think that there's going to be a time where he's on an incredible pace where people are going to be looking at it and saying, all right, like they're going to have the same conversations. Remember when we had them about Ovechkin like three or four years ago, we were like, this could actually happen, but then yeah. it just, it drops <clears> off. Like Ovechkin's the greatest goal scorer I've ever seen. And he's got, he's got one goal this year, even strength. And we've gone yeah. over this, but like it just drops off. So I don't think Matthews will ever break the goal scoring record, but I do think that there will be a moment in his career, especially this year, if he can score 65 plus, which I think is very much on the table where For sure. we go, you know what? Like this pace, this is like, will he pass Gordie Howe? Uh, what's Gordie Howe's total? I think 802. I'm not, maybe, maybe you can save this clip for a uh, Leafs talk down the road where you can play and make me look dumb again. Maybe we can find that one. I think it's just a funny clip. Because they've never done that, ever. I know, but it was a because it happened so fast. It was two weeks ago where you're like, he's going to steady the net. It's like, will he ever be um, a Leaf again? Two so, weeks later. I uh, was going to bring up Max Domi, who was had a great first day at the Masters tonight. He was, I think he was dash four. Um, did love him just starting a fight for no reason at the end because he's mad. It's like there's been so many games where the Leafs have played like crap and they just look like they don't care. And I do love the one squirrely guy just being like acting like a dick. I do like that. I, don't like I, I appreciate earlier. it. Ah, it's like I would, it's probably his like last shift of the game. Skinner yeah. probably said something to him and he just was like, I'm going to do something dumb. And I liked it. I like that. Still hockey. I like this goal more. Again, well, I can't believe the Leafs goal had pretty goals beautiful. in this game. Beautiful. I, know, like, I was like, hey, man, shoot it. He yeah. just went bar down from the top of the circle. It was amazing. 
Yeah, it was a really nice goal. At, by the way, that secondary assist that Lilligren got there, yeah. that's only his second point of the season. It's 13 yeah. games, but it's yeah, something. I mean, yeah, he's not really... I don't think he's going to be uh, the type of guy that you you think too much about point production. He's just whatever he is. Like he, you know, you don't notice him a ton. He's just like a kind of, I don't know. I don't know. If someone said to me, describe Timothy Lilligren's game, I'd have a really hard time. Like, what would you be, say is the, his defining feature? Timothy Lilligren? Yes. He's a good skater. Yeah. Okay. That's outside know, of that. I don't really know. what. I have, you know, he's a good skater. You're like, you know, good reads can snap a pass i guess but like there's not a ton to his game yeah he's all he's all right but yeah i think anyway the point i was making is to me this is a really important stretch for him and mccabe and seeing what they are as a pairing and if they can be a number two pairing but i think the only way that works is if you know if you're a number two pairing and you're not clearly locked down then you got to provide points and i'm not sure they're going to be able to do that either and so when people say hey the leafs need two defensemen i go i don't know i feel like they just need one knock everybody down but yeah, maybe it is two. You know, maybe yeah. maybe it does end up being two. Oh, so uh, all they so all they need is uh, two defensemen, a goalie, third line center, and uh, anything else? Or are they good with that? No, I think I'm with uh, I'm I'm with the thinking of I want to see Domi with a bigger third line winger. Yeah, that's fair. Then move him off a of center for now. I yeah. I don't know. Like that. Here's here's my thought on the Domi conversation because it's been like dominant in the oh, least sphere. You know, the people are red hot mad about the Domi stuff, yeah. right? Dash my do- Yeah. My my Domi thing is, I don't know how you could ever watch him and think that like he could develop as a offense or a defensive player. Like that's no, not, not ever player. That was the whole thing. Gonna, that was yeah. the knock. Everyone was like, yeah. Oh, they're really gonna lose a lot defensively with Domi and Bertuzzi. That was like the whole conversation all offseason. And that's just it. So that's not gonna happen. But I just I want to see all the teams in hockey right now in the flat cap that have a third line center that actually brings something to a team. Right? Like, yeah, by the way, Austin Matthews, I think just collectively probably one of the worst games since I've been here. Like yeah. yeah so I mean, yeah. You better say that. Yeah. Oh, well, they just didn't fall for us tonight. Like a couple bad bounces. <laughs> like what do you expect them to say? I would hope he says that. Yeah. They lost nine three to the Sabres yeah. who stink. Yeah, that's the thing too. The Sabers think, you know what though? This is just Sabers get, get up this for this is their game. Super Bowl. They care so yeah, much. I know. And uh, I would like to my final shout out. I would like mm-hmm. to give a shout out to William Nylander and uh, Matthew Nyes mm-hmm. for being even tonight. Both guys mm-hmm. even. Yep, pretty good. Everybody else dashes. Those two guys even, so they can be like, "See, coach, was my fault." I was I was even tonight. I was just I was just picturing Nylander frantically skating to the bench <laughs> as, the, as those savers are breaking out on two on ones as he's in a contract year. Uh, my final shout out is to Alex Wong who wrote this book, Prehistoric. If you can see, oh, right here. what a fantastic uh, fella Alex Wong is. Yeah, uh, I read this book over the week. I had him on my pod today. We talked about it. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of basketball books. I'm a big fan of sports books in general, like sports yeah. history books. I like I, I should read more. Yeah, I, I, listen, I I'm, I mix in the odd books. There've been yeah. a lot of sports books and a lot of history books. Like I'm kind of a you know two tune Tony. <laughs> it's like yeah. you can find me in this. You can you can find me in the same sections at chapters every time. You know, like history yeah. or sports, maybe or and combine the two. You got yourself a winner. 
this book is excellent. And if you're a Raptors fan and you're somebody that's tra- knows a Raptors fan, and you're doing late uh, minute holiday shopping. I highly yeah. recommend it. Cause like, yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of this book. And even, even when he first told me about the premise and he was like, it's about the start of the Raptors expansion team. I was like the sky dome team with no wins beat MJ, bud. And that, that chapter is honestly like a riveting chapter to read. Cannot, no joke. I sh- yeah. I got to pick up a copy it, for myself yeah, it's, and it's, I'll read it's it. It's really, really good. It's really, really good. Anyways, go buy that book. Subscribe um, to this podcast. What was I going to say? I had one more thing. For, uh, that doesn't matter. All good. Let her rip. All right. Yeah. Leave five stars. Hit the hit the th- subscribe button on YouTube, uh, Spotify, whatever those things are. And then we will see you on Saturday against Columbus. Are we both going to be on separate locations for that, baby? No, I'm going to be here still. Oh, you're still there? You're leaving on yeah. the 24th? Yeah. Yeah. I'm leaving on Christmas Eve. Okay. I got I'm going to be in a location unknown. So yeah. Good luck with that. Oh, all of a sudden, your internet's not going to work for Columbus. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, hey, buddy, it's a good router. I know where, where, I, yeah. where I'm going, I know has a solid router. So we'll be good. Yeah. All right. Uh, for JD Bunkus and Sam McKee, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Saturday night.